0: The end of War for the Planet of the Apes, as I watched Caesar calmly expire from an arrow wound while he looked over his ape promised land, I had a distinct thought, wow, why does watching this ape inspire me to be a better man? It's because Caesar is a hero. Despite being an ape, he is the closest thing to the classical everyman hero that I can think of in the cinematic landscape. An old-fashioned, oddness-to-goodness hero who is to be looked up to and whose example should be aspired to. Movies used to be full of these kinds of characters. They used to focus on normal folks who rise above their limitations and accomplish something great. Caesar is a much more human hero in the classical sense than many of the humanoid protagonists in the most popular stories of our time, and I believe that this says something about how we perceive the better nature of our own species. Let's talk about Caesar for a bit. From the time he was cognizant enough to assume the mantle as leader of the apes, he has always ruled with temperance and wisdom. His default is honor. Throughout the trilogy of films, he always puts others first. In the first film, he stops a fellow ape from being beaten by a cruel zookeeper. In the second, he strives for peace between his tribe and the humans. And in the third movie, he takes a flogging for another ape upon himself, after which he is strapped to a cross-looking structure, only to return to action a few days later story sounds a little familiar. We constantly see Caesar behaving in a noble and almost unimpeachable fashion. These aspects of Caesar's character are what make him a true hero. This does not mean he isn't without conflict. After all, the Jungian hero's journey is marked by struggle. In War for the Planet of the Apes, his conflict lies in his single-minded pursuit of revenge against a colonel who murdered his family. At the end of the film, the ape contingent pulls off a daring escape that would make Steve McQueen jealous. Caesar explains that he has to go back to finish off the Colonel. He is not strong enough to forgive, and he can't let go of his hate. But we see him conquer it when it counts. At the end of the film, when faced with a choice to shoot the Colonel or not, Caesar takes the high road. He is not only able to acknowledge his flaws, but overcome them. Isn't that the best we can aspire to as humans? We are not perfect. But the best we can do is acknowledge our shortcomings and actively fight against them. In this way, Caesar's journey is very human. He undergoes the same struggle we all do on a daily basis and is triumphant. Now, there are plenty of other heroes at the box office today. Some would even say too many heroes. I argue that there are nowhere near as human in the everyman sense as Caesar. First of all, the other heroes are superheroes. They are somehow made better than a human. I was racking my brain to come up with a hero with no superpowers to speak of, and I could not. The closest I came was Katniss Everdeen of the Hunger Games series, and even then, she is uncannily good with a bow, and later in the series is elevated to an almost mythic status. The only power that Caesar has is to be a more human ape. The story is trying to make him more human, not greater than a human. There is another issue with these superpowered heroes. They may be greater than your average Joe on the Street in ability, but they lack the sort of strong moral fiber that heroes like Caesar have. I'm not saying these heroes have to be perfect, but many superheroes don't battle with their flaws. They are defined by them. Take the Avengers, for example. Most of the series is spent solving problems among themselves that are caused by their own arrogance. They squabble, they destroy property, and they sometimes have bad attitudes. The most classically heroic among them, Captain America, is mocked incessantly for his Boy scoutish tendencies. He is too much of a classical hero for the rest of them and does not always fit in. He always wears his classical sense of moral, moral superiority on his sleeve and clashes with the Avengers and government because of it. It becomes a flaw at this point. Many of the superheroes at the cinema today are made more human by powers, but highly imperfect people that don't always inspire emulation. Many of the regular people in the most popular stories today are what we call anti-heroes. They are people who we, as the audience, are asked to identify with, but are often terrible people. Characters like Walter White, for instance, are indefensible human beings, but we love them and are taken in by their journeys nonetheless. Let's talk about Game of Thrones for a minute. While Westeros is by no means a regular environment, its people are just people. Some of them have dragons, some are back from the dead, but most of the characters we spend time with are just regular old flesh-and-blood people. This is the part where I warn you that I am about to spoil Game of Thrones right now. I know how y'all feel about this. If you have not watched the show, I would advise that you leave now. This is your last chance. So... Who are these people that the show asks us to invest in emotionally? We have an incestuous brother and sister who start the series by crippling a child who saw them getting busy. A young woman who, while she frees slaves and all, can't leave a city without a homicidal barbecue. And a hard-drinking dwarf who murdered his own father. These are not great people. The most moral ones we run into are the Starks. The Starks are the picture of nobility, duty, and honor. Most of them are also dead. In fact, they are dead because the way they see the world is so honorable that they are taken off guard when others are not up to the same code. Ned Stark is beheaded in season one for trying to do what is right. Rob Stark and his mother are killed at a wedding for slighting another house and being too noble not to accept their invitation. This is what happens to heroes in Westeros. Their nobility is a flaw, a tragic one, that results in the downfall instead of elevation. Our human role models in pop culture are either deeply flawed or punished for their own nobility. It wasn't always like this. Our heroes didn't always have to be either superpowered or deeply flawed. The movies used to be full of human characters worthy of emulation. They were regular people who just wanted to do the right thing. One such film is High Noon from 1952. High Noon tells the story of a newly married and retired marshal, played by Gary Cooper, who is set to leave town on the day an outlaw is going to return to cause trouble. Most of the film is spent with Gary Cooper trying to muster a posse to take these outlaws down. The strange thing is, everyone in town turns craven and does not show up the day of the battle. He has to go it alone. This is the kind of hero he is. An average man with the moral strength and fortitude to do what is right against overwhelming odds. Gary Cooper doesn't have a super suit or powers of any kind, he is just a man, with the strength to do what is right in the world when nobody else will. So why aren't heroes like that as common anymore? I argue that it's because our society has gotten very cynical. In 1952, back when High Noon was released, America thought itself a moral beacon of self-reliance on the world stage. We had just won World War II, and we're on an economic upswing. It was the golden age of the American dream. The greatest thing we could aspire to be was a human who behaved in an exemplary and heroic manner. The world has changed a lot since then. Over the decades, the darkness of the human soul was dredged up in the American psyche. We don't have the stomach for a perfect human hero because we simply don't believe that people like that can exist anymore. This brings us back to Caesar. He is an old-fashioned everyman hero like Gary Cooper in High Noon. Why are we able to watch him and not roll our eyes and get cynical about his heroism? It's because he is not human. He is an ape. We are only able to stomach this uncomplicated nobility in our complicated world through the filter of another species. We say to ourselves, humans aren't like that, but a hyperintelligent ape? Why not? The character of Caesar allows us to explore the heroism that humanity is capable of through a palatable filter.